You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the third season of the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Matt Parkin. He's a project manager and service manager over at eWorks Electric LLC in beautiful Portland, Oregon. Matt is a Merit Shop champion and an IEC national board member. He's an IEC regional director for the Mountain West region and chapters in the United States. He's a co-chair of the Emerging Leaders Committee, of which we'll learn a little bit more about today. He's also a husband, a father, a friend to many, and I'm super excited to talk with him today on his second appearance here on The Electrical Current. I hope you'll join me in welcoming Matt. Hey, Matt, how are you? Pretty good, Spencer. Thanks for having me. I really am glad to be back. Awesome. Well, good, good. Well, well, let's, let's catch up. Let's catch up. Um, we are talking here in the last part of January 2021. The, the world is completely upended in, in so many different ways since we connected a, uh, a year and a half or so ago. Um, how have things been going? How are, how was, uh, how things in your life? Uh, we're managing, you know, managing. we're making the best out of it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, the struggle is real sometimes, um, especially with COVID and the political landscape and, um, yeah. everything is just treacherous out there. So Amen. I tried to, uh, really just focus on the day to day, um, with my family and my team, um, company and just try to really focus on that day to day and try to keep positivity up as much as possible and yeah. uh, uh, get through it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's staying that that you know definitely we've had our share of uh, lemons uh, given to us in, in many different forms and and try to try to always yeah uh, focus on what you got at hand and, and make the best lemonade that we possibly can. Be be as optimistic and absolutely. And, uh, and it, yeah, it sounds like yeah, you, you have uh, you know you adopt a, a bit of a mindful practice too of focusing on, focusing on the present, and um, that's great. That's great because that's the only time that we have the opportunity to act, learn from the past, you know, look look at what we have in front of us, and look at the uh, the anticipate the future, but we act in the now to be able to then make a better future for ourselves. That's awesome, man. Well, good. Well, absolutely. Well, we can only can we yeah. can only control so much. So. That's right. That's right. What What do you mean we can only control so much? <laughs> <laughs> it's It's hard enough to be able to control our own selves uh, at times, you know. Yeah. Um, so it, it's uh, it's it's part of the the human experience and and part of what we're up against every day. So, well, it sounds it sounds absolutely. like uh, yeah, you've been you've been uh, doing your best and uh, to be able to thrive through this period of time, and it's so great to connect with you. Um, Let's let's see it. I think also you during the last time since we, we connected, you uh, you've had another kiddo uh, enter into your life. Is that I right? have. Yeah. How's yeah? It's, how's it's pretty life? near our last conversation. Yeah. yeah she's uh, she'll be two in April and uh, growing like a weed. Unbelievable. So, uh, wow. That's great. It's a uh, it's a real joy, especially in this time of uh, yeah gloom, doom, and gloom. It's yeah. nice to have uh, a little innocent. Maybe yeah. running around the house, so yeah. that that's helped out quite a bit as well. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Coming up too. That's that's amazing. Um, and being being the father of, of a little girl has has got its main main major joys, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's uh, it's one of the happiest uh, moments. She is just uh, 
so pure, innocent, and a daddy's girl, and uh, awesome. just melts your little heart when she says daddy. So <laughs> I love it, man. That's great. That's great. Well, well, well. That's that's cool. I appreciate you sharing on that. And um, you've also been reelected as as a regional director for IEC and and uh, serving as a board member here uh, nationally for your second term. Um, you've been doing great. Um, I'm I'm curious. Yeah, share a little bit with folks. Um, you know about yeah some of your board service and and. Um, Maybe even a little bit about um, you know what what uh, what regional director does, if you could share just for a second for for folks that might not be aware. Absolutely, uh, I'm very excited to be reelected for my second term. Um, basically, as a regional director, I represent the Mountain West region of the United States and all the contractor members and um, IEC um, locations in that area mm-hmm. and any issues that they have at. A, a national level or even a local level, mm-hmm. um, I'm able to lend support and reach out to them, showing support from that national level so that um, they feel all connected throughout the United States. Awesome. Um, I've been honored to travel to uh, a bunch of different locations and, and meet with uh, our direct IEC members and chapters. Um, drove all the way around Colorado and, and saw all three chapters there. Um, which was a real cool honor. Um, I've been able to see all of Oregon's chapters, which is two. Um, my my travel has uh, diminished and disappeared. Um, <laughs> long, I, my, my I like goal that is long to sigh hit, there. That was great. <laughs> yeah, my goal is to hit all the chapters uh, before the end of my terms. Yeah. Um, but uh, to really show, you know, my my willingness to help each chapter out individually and and show that. I care, we care, IC cares, and make sure that we're doing the best to support each one of our chapters and, and, and contractor members. Um, and uh, so it's basically just, as a regional manager, we keep everyone in the loop and make sure everyone's voice is heard and give our opinions at uh, board meetings. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and yeah, I, I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great, you know, that, that you know, you, you have... Uh, You've 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 put put yourself out there to be a leader within the merit shop industry and within this association and federation, and um, you take that job very seriously. That that you know your peers, uh, the, you know the thousands of electrical contractors across the country that that weighed in their votes for you to be able to serve them and represent them, um, so that we guide this association to the best future that we possibly can that, that again that living looking learning from the past living in the in the moment and and looking towards the future always um that that uh yeah you you've um you you've taken that responsibility and and with with grace and, and with um a lot of uh um you know strong uh, humility and and understanding of uh, you know the weight of office in a way and and you know, jumping in the truck and driving around um, this beautiful country of ours to be able to then meet with people on, on, and understand, you know, the nuances that are happening in our different marketplaces and our different chapters and, and within our contractors across the country um, and, and in your region. That's that's it, awesome. It, that's awesome. It's pretty amazing. Uh, when I went to Colorado, I mean, Colorado is a, a very big state and, yeah. and the chapters are very spread out. But yes. it, it was interesting to see between two chapters that were maybe, you know, 200 miles apart, the yeah. differences they had. Yes. Labor shortage on one side, no jobs on the other side. You yeah. know, it was, it was just really dramatic. You know, you can go such a small distance, I mean, 200 miles, yeah. and, and, and have totally different issues there. But, um, you know, being yeah. a regional director and, and, and being on the board is a huge honor and 
really my pleasure. So that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, well, good. Well, well, thanks for um, yeah, thanks for your service and, and everything you're doing to be able to help to you know champion um, Merit Shop and our mission uh, in America. And I think that we've come a long way over the last few years, and look forward to uh, you continuing to help to guide us uh, to that great tomorrow that that we're all striving for. Um, let's let's. I, I wanted to ask you a little bit too, and and you know, Merit Shop. Um, you know, and, and, and merit shop is a, is a term in which that is very deep in our uh, belief and value structure um, it, within the industry that we're a part of, and, and, and especially you know, being a part of this association, IEC. Um, and I think that, that we all have you know, a, a feeling um, about merit shop. And, and I wanted to, and, and it's a unique feeling that we each have. So I wanted to ask you, Matt, you know, what, what do you think, you know, in your experience, what is merit shop? What has that meant to you? How do, how do you, you know, what, what do you think about, how do you feel? Curious. Uh, one word comes right to the top of my mind, and mm-hmm. it's freedom. Mm-hmm. It's freedom for me to make my own choices that benefit my company, yes. employees and customers. Yes. I, no one else is telling me what I need to do. Yes. I can run the company how I see fit and, and, and what's the best for my employees and customers at the end of the day. Yep. So I'm, at the end of the day, able to, on my own choices, my own merits, provide a positive effect for my company and employees. Yep. It's, it, it's a really basic thing to me that um, it, it, it's a true blessing to, to be able to make that decision and have that freedom. That's terrific. That's terrific. Yeah, you, you're, you're empowered to be able to then navigate through the landscape, which is constantly dynamic and constantly changing, to be able to then um, utilize uh, you know, the, 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 the knowledge, the tools, the resources at hand to be able to then you know, get things done and get things done at, at yep. the highest level uh, of safety, highest level of, of uh, um, you know, aptitude and skills and training and, and the highest outcomes and, um, that we're working on uh, within the built environment. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Freedom. Freedom. Yes. Yep. Um, well, well, cool. Well, let's talk to you a little bit about, uh, you know, we, we've been going through COVID and, um, you know, what, what do you, what do you think, uh, you know, how do you believe that, that COVID has affected, uh, our industry, um, our, you know, our job sites, um, just, yeah, just kind of curious, you know, from, from your perspective, what you've seen, what you've heard, what you've experienced, um, the impact of COVID. Absolutely. Uh, when COVID first hit uh, back in March, no one really knew what, what it was, yeah. whether this is a two-week thing, if right. this was just a, <laughs> an illness going around. No one really had a pulse on, on how big of an impact this was going to be. Right. So people kind of cautiously, some job sites shut down to kind of see what was going to go on. Yep. Um, but as COVID progressed, um, things have still been day-to-day nightmare yeah. Yeah. Um, with temperature requirements on job sites, signing in, signing out. You can only be on job sites so many hours and, um, you know, a yeah. lot of uh, bigger commercial projects that were supposed to start never started. Yeah. You know, people don't want to start during a pandemic. Yeah. Um, they don't want to dump their money in with the unknowns that are right now. So it, it just kind of thrown us into a wrench into the pot, which yep. has been a little bit of a struggle for our day to day. And it has had a lot of effect on the commercial um, industry. Yep. Um, we've, we've really been lucky and fortunate that we were not a commercial only based company yep. um, that we have our hands in um, residential. So mm-hmm. we're able to kind of pivot and still have a support. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, diversified the company, and uh, um, we're slowly ramping back up on mm-hmm. our commercial side, but um, I think that's been a huge challenge, and a lot of companies were really only commercial-based, and, and they took a huge hit, yep. and a lot of guys are sitting at home for a lot of days, and, and no one wants to see that. No. Um, and, and so... We, we've had our struggling, you know, struggles. We've had to implement company policies, no more, you know, carpooling and in-person mm-hmm. meetings and, and kind of using technology to yeah. stay in contact and yeah. be able to have virtual meetings and virtual um, sub-meetings and, and contractor meetings. So we've managed and, and, you know, we're very lucky and fortunate we haven't had any illnesses on our um, directly related to our company. And yeah. so, you know, we're staying safe and, it's costing us money, but at the end of the day, all of our guys and team members are going home safe, and I think that's really what the what the main goal is. So. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's great, and, and um, I was I was right there with you on that whole journey from the from the get go. Um, I think that yeah, I think that uh, what I it even informed our staff at IEC National on, on Friday the the thirteenth, I think of of uh, March or maybe it was the fourteenth. Definitely seems like it was a Friday the thirteenth. Anyway, um. It was like, let's, yeah, let's, okay, this is what's going on. You know, here, here are some protocols. We're going to yeah, observe the best caution that we possibly can in safety to ensure that, that everything is okay as we kind of get a handle on this thing. But let's, let's, uh, you know, probably be back in two, three weeks, you know, everything <laughs> like, <laughs> um, how naive we were, Matt, um, at that time and in, uh, in so many different ways. And, and I miss and long for those days of naivete, uh, um, where where this wasn't such a consideration um, and yet not uh, a part of of every every day uh, conversation and then the learning of the rules every day because it has been very dynamic and changing um, both from a regulatory standpoint and guidance coming down as well as in expectations on job sites etc. Um, it's it's been very interesting you know to kind of see and and I guess one thing though that 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 we have good fortune of within the uh, the electrical and systems contracting industries is PPE was not a unfamiliar term. Uh, PPE is is something in which again, yeah, safety and, and safety practices and protocols are something that we're very very attuned to, and we do day in day out. And so this was just taking additional considerations in risk mitigation and risk management on our job sites. So. Um, we had a leg up, uh, is what I'm trying to say, on, on, on a lot of other industries in which then was was much more of a dramatic shift. And the first time that they started thinking about, uh, you know, uh, taking precautions um, for risk mitigation. So it's, it's, it's been a journey. Absolutely. It's been a journey. I want, Absolutely. I want, I want to explore one thing that, that you talked about, though, too, of, of um, you know, like w- when you started to talk about, uh, you know, um, dropping off of in-person meetings, utilizing technology for, for um, you know, connections, check-ins, et cetera. Um, can, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that, uh, I think that the, the business world and, and especially within our sector and industry, then yeah, w- disruption used to be something in which then was a uh, novel term, if you will, uh, prior to COVID. Then disruption happened and disruption is completely then the way of life and our survival. We've been disrupting ourselves on a daily basis again, reinventing how our processes, our practices, etc. Um, very rapidly. Now, what when when we do enter into a post-COVID world sometime later this year after the vaccination is in full distribution to general public and and we start then fully healing from this thing, um, what sticks around? You know what what are the concepts, ideas, and and uh, practices 
that you've seen that you think have actually been, uh, you know, in, enhancements, improvements, perhaps in process, and and that um, will also become expectations or, you know, stuff that that wasn't just uh, temporary, um, but becomes part of the new normal and and how we get things done. Any ideas? Well, as much as I don't like to say it, I think virtual meetings are here to stay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They are so efficient. Yeah. I don't need to drive anywhere. I don't need to go to the job site and have a, a meeting with a bunch of different people. I can just sit in my office where I have all my drawings. I have all my paperwork. You know, it, it really is efficient, especially with checking in with my guys. Yeah. They can show me on their iPad what they have questions about. I'm still in my office. You know, I'm not adding another body on the job site. It's just, I think it's here to stay in yeah. my in my company for sure. Yeah. Um, we, we've, we've really utilized that when we hadn't really utilized that before. And yeah. that was, uh, that was a mistake on our part. Yeah. Um, you know, pre prefab, um, mm. we've been doing a lot more prefab and I know a lot yes. of companies have done prefab and uh, a lot in the past, but we've really ramped into doing prefab as much as possible. You know, in our shop, we have a climate controlled building, right. Right. all of our material is there. We can have our apprentices while we're there watching them, teaching them. Yes. And it's a really great teaching method for them, you know, doing some mundane stuff instead of having our journeymen or our guys on site mm -hmm. trying to do it in the muddy and the wet, right. cold, whatever right. the, the case is. Um, we've been really pushing on that prefab, which in the long run, I think is really going to be uh, cost efficient and, yep. and really be a cost savings for us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see that, too. I think, yeah, that you, you, you hit the nail uh, spot on um and, and you're right too i mean yeah as much as yeah as much as we get zoomed out and have that uh, virtual meeting fatigue at times the efficiency that's gained within the ability to to check in and use it as a tool i guess is it, or having that tool in our tool chest now um, and pulling it out as as uh, what the situation demands, using the right tool, the right job, and and being comfortable with it, I think has has been a, a a great thing during this experiment too. I think we're we're all you know we have um, we're, we're social beings, uh, and 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 there are um, in the same way that I guess you pick up your cell phone. There's 17 different ways that you can communicate with someone. Um, you need to determine within the situation at hand what is the best way to do that. And now we also throw in, I think, face-to-face, -face, you know, because there are occasions in which then uh, undoubtedly, you know, face-to-face -face is the only way to be able to, to effectively get the job done, uh, whether it be a message to deliver, whether it be, to, you know, as we're seeking to understand um, and, and solve the problems that are in front of us. But if it's, if it's uh, routine, you know, check-ins and having that... Uh, no pun intended FaceTime uh, with somebody um, that uh, actually pun intended in a way. I was just trying to. Yeah. It in here, but <laughs> um, but but um, but you, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that yeah, that what, what's more efficient of like, you know, boom, you know, like you're still in the office and you're able to then hit your check ins in, in a much different uh, cadence than you were uh, with logistics involved. Um, and it, it allows then productivity to continue on all sides uh, that you look at. And this, this industry, uh, the success of this industry is largely predicated then on, on uh, you know, labor and, and how we spend our time that uh, money coming in, money coming out um, is going. So it, it's been a cool tool. Absolutely. That, uh, that, yeah, well, I think I agree with you. I think we'll stick around and that it's just a matter of we can't overuse it. We can't just 
hide behind it in the same ways that sometimes we hide behind a, uh, an email when a phone call is a better thing to do or shoot a text message when you're like, no, you're, you're telling me you're calling out sick today. Like, g- give me some, like, <laughs> something, you know, like, yeah. use the appropriate tool. <laughs> so. It's just another tool in the toolbox for yeah. us. You know, we have so many with technology, you know, ever-changing and improving, you know, the amount of technology we're using on our job sites and in our home life is, is just amazing. But yes. um, Zoom and, and, and this virtual calling is, is something that I've never been a fan of, but it really has picked up my productivity yep. and my availabilities and, and my schedule, cleaned up my schedule to be able to quicken meetings up and still have a lot more time during the day to do things that benefit the company and, and, and my employees and, and job sites. You bet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you and, and uh, look forward to kind of seeing how it evolves when we do uh, finally enter in, into the post COVID world. Um, I, I, I want to touch too on, on, you know, your, your comments around prefab are, are, um, are really uh, fascinating as well because it's uh, it. Yeah. And, and what you're talking about, I mean, it, it's a controlled environment in which then you can um, help to make uh, you know the the installation of our projects. Um, one in in the COVID world, yeah, it was it was helping to create a controlled environment in which then you could uh, you know help to ensure you know the the safety and the protocols um, that are in place. But then seeing that that yeah, as you mentioned, you know, of, of the the some of the difficulties in, in job site challenges, space constraints, um, uh, you know, weather conditions, um, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and even that that uh, practicality of of helping to instruct, um, you know, from a, a journeyman to an apprentice, um, and and uh, that that happening and being a part of that job site, I think. Is, is definitely has been evolving over the last 10, 15 years. And I think also then has been largely adopted by, by a huge portion of the industry and will continue to then um, grow uh, as we move forward of you know, the efficiencies gained within that controlled environment um, and, and getting our jobs done in a different way. Uh, you know, the, the process of, of how we do the magic that we do. So it's, I, I really appreciate your comments around that. That's, that's awesome. Um, I agree. I, I, I want to ask you too a little bit about. So we, we talked about uh, emerging leaders program, and and you are uh, we're launching our first cohort uh, of our emerging leaders this year, um, and yeah, you very are exciting. you are yeah it is really exciting, and and uh, I want you to share a little bit because you've been really uh, you know helping to champion this thing and, and co lead um, with Justin Martin and and with a, a whole host of others on this initiative um, to help to then, you know, raise that, that, uh, that those emerging leaders, those people that are destined for, for, um, you know, uh, continued greatness within our industry. Share a little bit about, uh, you know, the Emerging Leaders Program and, and, and folks that might not know. Absolutely. Um, when I joined IEC National, I was uh, honored to be recognized as an emerging leader. Yeah. Um, and, and that was really uh, a great honor. And so I did a little bit more deep dive into the history of the Emerging Leaders Program. And uh, my fascination always to go to national was to get the next emerging leaders on our boards, our committees, and keep yes. that next generation of electricians and contractors flowing into the IEC family yes. and at our local level and our national level. So I thought, what better way to do it than Emerging Leaders Program and kind of redevelop and redesign this to make it the top elite program in the nation. Yes. So we um, 
were able to put together an amazing uh, Emerging Leaders Committee, and we've worked tirelessly the last year and a half to actually develop this program. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the, the importance of an Emerging Leader is to give the tool, the, the, the best and brightest, the tools and training to send in the industry. So, you know, you could be uh, an up-and-coming junior foreman or mm-hmm. product manager that wants to make that next step, that wants to own his own company or wants to, you know, be better and be better in his job. Yes. This is the program for you. Yes. Um, we have some of the best classes, speakers, um, trainers, um, inside looks at some big companies mm-hmm. that can really give you an outside your normal day-to-day environment and really open your eyes to how little things can make a huge difference when you're talking to people or you're making deals or you're negotiating something um, or speaking in front of crowds. It's amazing how just little, little things can make a huge difference in your, in your life and in your career and in your personal life as well. Absolutely. Um, Dealing with situations and dealing with negativity or, a toxic employee and, and how to properly deal with that is a great tool to have in your cool chest. So yeah. um, we have gone from the very beginning and created this amazing, amazing program. And I'm very excited for this inaugural year. Um, awesome. Really looking forward to uh, these wonderful candidates that have applied and, and, and seeing how they progress. And I'll be there every step of the way to, to make sure it's the best program um, possible and always improving. You know, that's, that's, we're never perfect. And, uh, you know, I think this, this program is pretty amazing, but every, you know, year we're going to get better and better and make this just continuously elite. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I, I love it. Yeah. The, the, you know, the, the, the position that you speak from and, and the passion is, is just, it's infectious because it, it is. And it's something I think that, you know, again, back to the values that we espouse within Merit Shop and, and, and within the industry as a whole, that, that, that mentorship model continues in, uh, you know, Beyond this is you know beyond apprenticeship and into you know the the the, the middle uh, section of your career to help to guide and empower each individual through program and, and through mentorship opportunities like the Emerging Leader Program um, to to help to uh, you know provide that 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 wisdom and, and uh, that knowledge base and the cohort you know the, the friendships that that are there that, that yep. make it absolutely potent that you realize. Yeah, sometimes those those um, you know the issues that keep us up at night, Matt. You know that those those things that you toss and turn about that that uh, your subconscious is trying to problem solve. Um, you have a, a then a body of people in which then your trusted allies that are dealing with similar problems. They might not have approached the same unique issue you're dealing with, but you have those those friendships and relationships through a program like this as well as the knowledge base and wisdom that you learn through the emerging leaders program to be able to then lean on the tools again in the tool chest to like okay wait a second i don't need to think about this at 3 a.m i got this thing you know <laughs> no i know what well, i know who I, I need see, to call or know what i need to do but yeah go ahead absolutely sorry. i see the huge family yeah and you know the people i've met in the last two years just being at that national level and from all over the country and, and making some of the great friendships and, and, you know, seeing them at all these different events that we go to has just been a true blessing. Um, I know that I can reach out to them at any time and ask them any question and, and they're going to give me the answer or they're going to help me or give me the advice that I'm looking for. Um, and, and so that's really what this Emerging Leaders Program is about, is getting that cohort all together yes. 
people in that same industry that know the issues that you've gone through. Yep. You know, the thing that people I don't know if are really realizing is that on that national level, we have a huge rate of retiring electricians and industry personnel. Yes. And we don't have enough people filling those roles. Correct. So now is the time to really pattern your 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 know how, your yep. knowledge, your your experiences yep. and really yep. make sure that you are the best candidate and make yourself the best, you know, irreplaceable uh, employee. You bet. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and what better way um, within, you know, espousing you know, meritocracy and, and you know, putting into putting into the you know, investments that you make in yourself and your career, you're going to get out, uh, you know, tremendous rewards. And that's this again, yeah, is an opportunity to be able to do that dive dive into the ability to be able to empower yourself and empower your future through an upskill opportunity like the Emerging Leaders Program. Uh, now, Emerging Leaders, I think that that um, you know it, it is it will be an annual program, and that we'll do cohorts on an annual basis. Um, I think that the you know the application process for this year is is uh, um, kind of buttoning up. Um, folks can learn a little bit more about it. Um, you can just Google in you know IEC National Emerging Leaders um, should be in the in the first top hit there uh, in your search bar. Um, and uh, and learn more about this great program and, and start uh, wetting the appetite for you to also be a part of this. Um, should you be uh, you know in that in that position in, in your life and a career where um, you're hungry to take on more and and hungry for those next steps, um, I think yeah, Matt, you've you've done a great job in, in working with uh, with everybody on the the Emerging Leaders Committee and team to help to um, put together just a, a rock star program that is is truly going to help change lives. It's it's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I want to uh, just pivot real quick um, and, and ask you one last question, too. I'm, I'm curious on um, you know, the changing landscape and, and kind of the expectations that, that have, have dramatically changed within the contracting industry over the last you know, decade plus and then even more acutely in, in recent times um, that we I think we've we realize that we've largely gone beyond uh, that transactional relationships are not necessarily enough um, is is the way I want to say it. That that we're looking for um, you know not not only best price but best value in in the partnerships that we form with um, suppliers, manufacturers, you know others in that realm that help to support uh, the the changing uh, demands uh, within what we are faced with uh, within job sites in the contracting industry. And I, I'm curious if yeah you have any insights kind of on you know uh, or or you know insights to share really to any partners that might be out there that are those those manufacturer suppliers anything that that um, ways that they can make the the job of an an IEC contractor or the job of 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 you at at uh, eWorks um, better. Yeah, how can how can they help you uh, to get your what's expected of you as a contractor done better? Yeah, well, definitely. Um, you know, we use a lot of different vendors and, and, and contractors and subcontractors. Um, to me, it's really just keeping the, that door open. Mm -hmm. um, there's vendors that I don't utilize very often, but I do utilize them for certain things. Yep. And I like to try to keep in communication with them, making sure that the products that I use from them are still in stock, no major price changes, keep me posted on this, and just kind of keeping up to date with everyone and how they're, you know, how my subcontractors are doing. Are they really busy? You know, how far out do they need to be scheduled, you know, so we can do this job on time? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing to me is just keeping your eyes and ears open yeah. and watching 
not only how the economy is doing, but, you know, commodities pricing is yep. going to affect a lot of different things. So yeah. just kind of keeping keeping your eyes on, on, on how the prices are going, so making yeah. sure that all the estimators are, you know, bidding the right prices and not bidding yesterday's prices because it's changed, you know. Yep. You see it's hard to get now. And, yeah. and really just keeping that line of communication and, and keeping that rapport up yeah. Yeah. because they're a, they're a company just like you are. Right. And they've got to make their profits as well. So if you keep that relationship where it's a very friendly relationship, mm-hmm. they're more likely to help you out in a scenario where you've got that shut down at 2 a.m. That's an oh goodness moment. Yes. And you know who to call. <laughs> you know who to reach out. You know who's going to meet you at their their place to open it up so you can steal everything out of their, their shop so right. you can try to get this thing back up and right. running. So yes. I think relationships is big, especially... Yeah even more so now, yeah. you know, with COVID and, and restrictions and, and people, you know, a lot of these big corporations, you know, a lot of their people are working from home. Yes. So and getting, getting supplies and getting material on time is getting tougher and tougher as supply routes are drying up and, and getting stock back in, in, in play is, is hmm. very challenging. So yeah. it's all about who you know yeah. and keeping those relationships and making sure that you, you don't burn them or, Overutilize right. them, but making right. sure that it's a, it's a mutual friendship. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear I hear what you're saying, and and, and that's yeah, it's it's um, in, enriching the relationship to ensure that there's there's a high level of trust, it, so that absolutely so that they yeah, in, in enriching that relationship, it's it's understanding of of how we're all a part of this as a team. Again, it's not that transactional of you do this, I do this. It's like well, you specialize in this and you specialize in that. However, we're both our success is mutual. And if we have the buy-in to that ideology that we're working together and our success is mutual, you got my back, I got your back. I'm going to keep you, you know, from the contractor side, I need to keep you apprised as what my needs are, what my timelines are, any, you know, any things along that way. And, and also of course payments, you know, and where those things go. Um, but then, yeah, from, from the supplier and, and from the partner side of things, then it's, it's, it's also, yeah, the understanding the implications of, of what might either, uh, what might the, make the contractor's needle go, uh, you know, higher or lower on, on their performance and, and what's going on that way. Um, commodities prices, yeah, yeah price of, price of copper, you know, might, might be jumping around. Everything's been fluctuating so much. Um, and that has a dramatic effect when you look at large scale projects on, on our ability to be able to then perform perform well and succeed. And, and so, yeah, that's it. Having, having to have that pulse that's there, having that strong relationship, um, and, and, uh, a very open, honest and frank relationship, um, and, and kind of owning it together and, and then working to have trust is, uh, that's awesome, man. I, I, I like the way that you put Absolutely. That. Yeah. Um, well, we could talk forever and ever, as you well know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I need to let you get back to the job site. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. My phone it has been ringing. I, so, I uh, apologize. I, I apologize for that. But I, I appreciate your time, my friend. Spencer, I appreciate everything you've done. Um, uh, I think you're a, a great leader and uh, really look up to you. So I appreciate you having me on for the second time and hopefully in a year and a half or two years we can make it a third time we will we will um and thanks for the goosebumps just just now um it, it means a lot um we we um 
we're all in this together, and I think that we're we've we're working to really solidify that culture of uh, of of rowing in one direction, one united and focused uh, IEC merit shop uh, industry as a whole. That that we see um, that uh, the values that we espouse um, are the best, and, and that we're doing everything that we can to be able to then serve. Uh, the industry um, that we are here and fortunate enough to serve. So I appreciate the, the kind words and, and want to thank you again for um, your time, sharing your insights, uh, all that you do to be able to help uh, make IEC and this industry great. Um, Matt, you're fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. And want to thank all of our listeners also out there. Um, you can check us out over at IECI.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to MyElectricCareer.com. That's MyElectricCareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams. And also a huge thank you to our great partners at Sonapar for underwriting this podcast and helping to make it possible. Sonapar is an independent family-owned company with global market leadership in B2B distribution of electrical products, solutions, and related services. Check them out at sonapar.com. We'll see you next time here at the IEC podcast, The Electrical Current.